All right, mama, you started your business because you're great at what you do and you want to do it on your terms. Hello, freedom and flexibility. But you're a couple of years in, handcuffed your biz more overwhelmed than ever. You feel like you're not doing anything well at work or with your fam. If that's you, stay tuned. I'm Ridhu Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, former professional organizer turned productivity pro, here to help women like you with growing businesses stop drowning and start controlling all your demands and distractions. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, amazing women. How are you? Hope you're having a fantabulous week. I'm Ridhu Parikh, your hostess with the mostest. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. And as always, I'm excited to jump in. I have been thinking a lot lately of all the different ways I am working on getting better control of my life and so many of the conversations I'm having with my clients who are other women business owners kicking ass and doing all the things like with their family, their business, their relationships, community. And I think we just spring in the air and the air feeling a little bit, you know, a little happier, a little pep in the step. And this, I always feel like the spring and the fall seems to be these good times to sort of regroup. Uh, I think it is probably that change in weather, uh, like leading into the summer at this time. I think the fall is sort of like getting ready to wrap up the year. So you sort of take an assessment looking at your systems and what's going on and what's working and what's not working. I know we tend to do this the beginning of the year too, but I don't know. I just feel like at this time of year, we just kind of do it a little bit more. Again, I think it is very much weather related, but anyway, like going into a new season. So today I've been thinking about that a lot and um, thinking about specifically things that have really helped me powerfully impact my productivity and a lot that I've been talking about with my clients. So Y'all, you know, when you're feeling overwhelmed or you're angry or disappointed or hurt, right? There's something you've heard a hundred times and it is focus on what's in your control. Let go of the things you can't control, right? What are in your control? The things that are in your control are how you react, like your emotions or your thoughts or your memories or your focus. And when you hold on to the things you can't control, you can't change like the circumstances and other people's emotions and traffic, right? You stay caught in stuckness. Am I right? Well, today's episode is kind of like that about that, but more specifically related to productivity because the same holds true there. If you're working hard, but you're not using your time and energy really well, or know that your mental and physical practices could use a boost or even an overhaul, then there are eight things that I have distilled it down to that are 100% in your control that will get you out of stuckness and powerfully impact your productivity. So I can't wait to take you through all of these. All right, these are in no particular order, just sort of how they came to me in my mind. One's not more important than the other, although that's not true. I'll probably end on the one I think is the most important. But other than that, uh, remember, these are all in your control and think through as I'm going through these, like which one applies to me the most? Because you know, that'll be your challenge at the end of the episode. And, or, or where's just somewhere I can integrate this, implement this, apply this to my life, whether it's my business life or personal life, just a little bit more than I'm doing today so that I can improve my own personal productivity as well. Okay, so number one, number one in your control is movement, movement. 
Okay, so not too long ago, I think it was actually on Black Friday, I got an Aura ring and I'm loving it. And if you're not familiar with it, an Aura ring is a ring basically that it um, measures and tracks all of these different things that are related to your health, like your sleep and your sleep patterns and how much you've walked and uh, like your blood pressure or your blood heart rate, sorry, sorry, your heart rate and um, and how much you are, are you getting up and walking around? Anyway, it's really cool. It's basically very similar to if you have an Apple watch, they have a lot of that health stuff on your watch. And so it's measuring and tracking you. I don't have a watch because I'm really worried it's going to keep me really distracted. So I love the ring because you just, you know, slip it on your finger and it's been great. So I wasn't sure that I really wanted it because I'm like, what's it going to tell me that I don't already know? But it has been amazing. And I also love that during the day, it sends me messages like time to stretch your legs, um, which is really funny to me or, or it's been really maybe indicative for me because I feel like I'm pretty active. I feel like I'm up and about all the time. So when that when that message comes up, I'm like, oh my gosh. And sometimes it comes up multiple times a day. I'm always a little bit taken aback. I'm a little bit surprised. Like, have I been sitting for that long? I guess so. But anyway, yeah, so I love my ring. But you don't need the ring to know that any type of movement to start and end your day with, as well as movement during the day, is phenomenal for you. It is amazing for your focus, your energy, your creativity, and your overall happiness. It is obviously great for you for like health-wise, like actually moving your body. You know, it's going to keep you less stiff. Uh, You're going to spend just more time being active and moving around. And even if that's like I'm hopping around from on my calls and I'm just walking around because I have my AirPods in and I have my phone and I can just be walking. Or I go for a 10-minute walk and take breaks during the day in between calls and between like going from task to task. Or just parking further when I go to an event so I can walk, you know, from the parking lot into the event a little bit further. Or taking the stairs, like sometimes something's just on the second floor. I'm like, I can hop in the elevator, I can take the steps, right? What are some simple ways that you can add that into your life? I promise you this actually affects and impacts your productivity because, again, it just makes you happier, more energized, right? How like stiff and just tight do you feel when you're sitting in the same place all day and not moving around? So where can you and how can you apply this better in your life? Number two, sleep. Oh my gosh, sleep. The ring, uh, the app, the Aura app, you know, it also tracks your sleep, which again, I couldn't understand why would I want this information? I already know I'm a pretty crappy sleeper. Like, do I need to get a little gadget to confirm this for me? <laughs> well, actually it's really helped. Like once it gathers a few weeks of data, it tells you your ideal bedtime and it reminds you things like don't eat late or work out late or get off your electronics before you go to bed, or meditate to you de-stress. Anyway, I love all that. It's like really helping me, these little just kind of whispers in my ears, these little reinforcements, reminders of these simple things that y'all we all know to do to get some better sleep, like get on a better routine. Don't have a late meal right before you go to bed. If you're going to have some wine, which I love me my wine, you'll have a few glasses of water before you get into bed. Um, you know, try to get get off your electronics. Don't keep your phone right next to you. Don't have the TV on, like falling asleep to the TV. All of these things we know are so important. So I'm getting, because of this, I'm getting more and more aware of my timing 
especially since I'm a bad sleeper. And it's really reinforcing good habits and I'm staying more committed to a team, to a routine. So I'll tell you the whole sleep thing. I mean, there's so much research on this right now and so many just, just news articles and news related, uh, findings recently of how much sleep impacts everything. It impacts your metabolism. Okay. So like if you're putting on weight or, you know, that ability comes from sleep, it uh, impacts your focus during the day. It impacts your energy, right? And all of these things, when you add them up, that's 100% equals your productivity. How are you staying focused? How long can you stay focused? Um, are you able to, to like downplay and take charge of the mental chatter that's going on? Do you have more energy to run around doing the hundred things that you're doing? Can you show up with more presence for your family, for your colleagues? Are you a better decision maker? All of this is impacted by sleep. Okay. So a couple of the things that I'm doing just personally, I mentioned, you know, limiting the phone and the TV time. So one thing I actually don't really like to watch TV before I go to bed, but my husband loves it. So we do, we do, we have a TV in our bedroom. So he always likes to put on the TV. I'm all snuggled in bed and then he falls asleep and then I am wide awake. And then I'm awake for the next hour because it's like stimulated me and he falls fast asleep into a deep sleep. It is so freaking frustrating. So now we're really trying to watch TV in the family room and not in the bedroom. So that is what I really asked him to do is like, let's watch it. We can watch it together. We have our downtime, but let's do it in the, in the family room and then go over to the bedroom. Like when we're, we're ready, we're pretty tired, ready to fall asleep. Um, another electronic thing is get your phone away from you. If it is a distraction, that is 150% in your control. If you are scrolling late at night, if you're waking up in the middle of the night, hopping on the phone, if first thing in the morning, the first thing you do is reach over and get on your phone and it's blowing up with alerts and emergencies and crises, or if you're getting on the negative news, because all the news pretty much is, or even jumping on social media and Instagram and comparing yourself to everybody else, regardless of whether you think you're doing that or not, you are. So if you're spending your time on that, get it out of your room. Okay, this was for, I've done this with a few clients and it has been a game changer. When I say game changer, no, that's not, that's an understatement. It's a life changer. They simply put their phone, either plugged it in in their kitchen or even in their bathroom. So it's not that far away. Just got to walk from the bedroom to the bathroom, you know, or just on their dresser in their closet or somewhere else and cannot even begin to tell you the changes, the changes of like, how much more relaxed they are, the change in their routine, the change in their bad habits, how much more sleep they're getting. It is incredible. So Yes, you can do this. Number three in your control is nutrition. Okay. Now, even though I feel like this sometimes feels like it's out of control, right? Because you're like, I don't have the time. You know, honestly, for all of these, like time is always going to be an excuse. But it's not because it just takes a little bit of planning and thinking ahead. And I know I mentioned this on, oh, no, no, I don't think I mentioned this on this podcast. I think I did in my last blog. If you're on my email, uh, my email list, I send out weekly tips and sometimes I get really personal in there. And I wrote about this very strict protocol I'm on right now. It's this elimination diet. It really is a cleanse, but honestly, it's to help me with some of my gut and lifelong digestive issues that I've been dealing with. So I'm literally not eating anything. Um, no, that's not true. I am eating um, 
like chicken, vegetables, and sweet potatoes. That's essentially it right now. And it is helping, but I'm not saying you need to do anything quite that drastic because, you know, I'm like 50 and I'm doing this for the first time. But I will say it has helped me with some of my addictions and bad habits that I felt like were out of my control. Like I would say the word, like I cannot control it. I need sugar right now. I need some carbs right now, right? I, I've got to have my glass of wine, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for Friday. There were all these things that I truly believed was, it. I mean, I guess I knew it was in my control, but it felt out of my control. And now going through this process, I have completely changed that. I've dramatically, dramatically decreased sugar, caffeine, carbs, alcohol, gluten, tendencies, and just like my addiction to it. And by the way, I did not need to work with a coach or a nutritionist to figure this out, right? We all know that these things aren't great for us. A ton of sugar is going to make us really cyclical during the day. It has lots of ups and downs. A ton of caffeine is going to do the same. Always grabbing for a sweet, always grabbing for carbs, having a lot of, you know, just, yeah, carbs and snacky stuff. I know it's not great for me. I know it's impacting the way I feel and how I show up both physically and mentally. I know that when I hit the brain fog, often it is a combination of these things. Maybe I haven't gotten enough sleep. Maybe I've eaten some crap, right? And I've loaded up on some sugary foods, even when I think it's a yogurt, but it has you know, raspberries or whatever it is in it that's all full of sugar, right? It's not good for me. So I didn't need to go with a nutritionist to know that. These are just things we know. So as I mentioned, it takes more planning to have the fruits and the vegetables bought and washed than it does to grab a bag of chips. We know this. But you do it if you spend a little bit of time, a little bit of time the night before or that morning just sort of planning out or, you know, next time you go grocery shopping or meal planning, planning out to have those healthier foods in front of you, it is amazing the impact and how much more control you will feel. So just think a little twice about what can I do? What's one quick change I can make in my nutrition to help me have more energy through the day? Number four, hydration. I think this is one of the most underrated or undervalued of all the things in our control. I think education is limited on this, which means most of us don't really understand the benefit and the impact of staying hydrated. Do you know that your body does not know the difference between hunger and thirst at times? In the sense, you, you could be getting these signals right from your brain, I guess, or from your body that you're hungry. You're like, I'm so hungry. Let me go grab that snack. Let me get that bag of chips. Let me grab a cookie. Let me get a piece of toast, whatever it is, right? But really, you're just thirsty? What? I know. So like you're shoving cookies and crackers and cheese in your mouth and all you needed was a glass of water. It's crazy. So the more you stay hydrated, the less you're going to have those signals. And then when you actually are hungry, you'll know, oh, wait, it actually is hunger and not I'm thirsty, right? So it helps you with other amazing things too, like making your skin look better, helps with your digestion, your blood pressure regulation, your energy again, your kidney function, your brain function. And all of this impacts your clarity and your ability to brainstorm and build relationships and problem solve. All of these skills and abilities by just putting a freaking glass of water in front of you. Get 100% in your control. So the way I make this easy for myself is I get a water bottle, one of those like 24-ounce water bottles, and I keep it right next to me all day long. 
Now, if you are the type who doesn't refill, right? You're just like, I do it once, but then I forget to refill it. Here's a little trick. Fill up three water bottles and keep them right next to you so that you have them during the day. So you lose that excuse and you lose the time thing and you lose, I forgot. They're right there in front of you. I think the rule is you're supposed to have like half the number of ounces your your body weight. So if you're 150 pounds, that would be 75 ounces of water, which is about three of those water bottles. So that's just kind of a good rule of thumb, I think, to go by, but just keep three or four of them in front of you. If they're in front of you, you are more likely to drink. You can also just do some really simple things like infuse them with lemon or lime, mint, just something to make it a little more you know, flavorful and kind of break up the monotony of just plain water. Do this one. Okay, number five, 100% in your control is breathing. Breathing. You want to know a fun fact about taking deep breaths? Deep breaths are more efficient than regular breaths. They allow your body to fully exchange incoming oxygen without going carbon dioxide. Okay, so what that means is like it's it's just you're taking in more and letting it out, letting out more so that the process is actually happening better. Okay, so this is why you should care about that and why you want to implement deep breaths on the regular, like during your day. But when you do that, when you take that deep breath in and out and the processing is going better, it has been shown to slow your heartbeat and lower your blood pressure and stabilize and lower your stress, okay? So this is a very simple 10-second practice or five-second practice that can help you calm your nerves. It can lower anxiety, which means then it also helps you improve your attention span. Who would not like to focus a little bit longer or like lower your pain levels, whether that pain level is overwhelm or stress or anxiety or confusion, clarity, all that. This can this is possible by repeated deep breaths. It's naturally going to bring your heart rate down. It's going to be more in sync with your health, okay, and with your breath. And so this leads your brain, you're going to release endorphins, which are the chemicals that have this like very natural calming effect. And this is what really helps you get in control. And by the way, it's so 100% in your control. It's so free, right? This is so free. This is up to you. Not to pay anything for it. Just take those breaths. And there's no side effects, right? The breath exercises can be accessed any time of the day. They're always there for your convenience. And it's very empowering to be able to use breathing to help reduce your stress and improve your focus. And so I literally will just sit at my desk or wherever I am, you know, you're in traffic. My kids are saying something obnoxious. I'm just going to like let it loose or my husband says something or my client. And I just do that. And so for this I've heard is that, I'm not sure if this is totally right, but you take a shorter breath in and the longer breath out. So it might be like, I've heard three and four is good. So three seconds in. And then four, three, two, one, out. You could do that. So I don't know. I didn't time that. I think that's probably... Well, uh, duh, I guess it was seven seconds. It was three in and three out. But if you did it, so that means, you know, three or four times, it's like 30 seconds. And you do these mindful breath exercises. They start to rebalance you and like your whole system. And it's going to lead to so many improvements in the way that you feel and you think and just, again, bring that heart rate down. And the next words that come out of your mouth or the next thoughts that you're emailing are going to be so much more calm and collected. Okay, so... The more stressed you become, the harder it is to think clearly. 
So the less stressed you are, the more clarity you get. It's so easy. All right. I think I've like beaten that one to death, but it's so good. Don't forget that one. Number, what do we got? Number six, your environment. Girl, this is so in your control. It's another thing we just forget, right? Just forget. So I'm actually going to, I will link, I did definitely a podcast on sort of like linking to how do you sort of quickly clean up your space. So I will link to that. But there are things in your environment that are so impactful to your productivity that sometimes we don't think about. Number one, lighting. Lighting. Are you by a window? Are you, do you have good lighting in your space? Is there overhead light? Is there a light next to you? Are, are you sitting in a dark corner in a dark space? Get some good lighting, girl. This is a great investment. Jump on, jump online, grab something quick. You cannot have enough lights around you. On the same note, a little bit different, but a candle, which is really less about lighting, but more about scent, right? So we're basically thinking about in your environment, all your different senses. So lighting, you know, for your eyes and your mood and again, your energy. Um, candles, I love for the scent. It's like, you know, for the aroma, for that, the beautiful, it again, energizes you and brings, you know, sometimes it brings you back to a memory. It just, it just calms you, calms your nerves and calms everything. So that's another great one that affects your senses. Uh, the temperature. Okay. What about the temperature? Are you in a freezing cold space? Are you overheated? Do you need to get an air conditioner to a little, a, a little space heater? Do you need to just, how do you make it feel? to the right temperature, because that makes a big difference. If it's too hot, you're going to get tired and sleepy. If it's too cold, you're just going to be miserable. If you're like me, I just, I can't even like think them. So all I'm thinking about is the the temperature. So those are simple things in our, in our control that, you know, you can just make an adjustment to. Um, some similarly noise and distractions. Let's talk about this. I've done several, I know I've done episodes on distractions. Let me find that too. Try to link that up. But are you in a space where you're constantly distracted? If you're in an office, can you sometimes for your high power work, just go into the conference room and shut the door? Can you in your house, shut the door, go into a space? Can you, if you're sometimes, for some people are like, I like going to the coffee shop because it gets me out of the distractions of my home, of the laundry and the bills and the people coming in and the kids. And other, others are completely the opposite. They're like, oh my gosh, the coffee shop is so distracting for me. I need to be home, like in cocooning in a room. But you got to figure that out and think about it and make it really intentional and deliberate. And don't just do the same thing because that's what you've been doing, right? This just because it's been the way that it has. Doing the same thing is over and over and, expe- and not getting results, right? Is a definition of insanity. So think these things through. On that note, back to the clutter and distractions. Are you sitting in a space that there's just crap all around you? Are your eyes going everywhere? Are you, are you just getting stressed out by all the stuff you see, by the peepers and the clutter? Move it, box it up and put it away. I'm not talking about organizing for three days. I'm saying get it out of your visual and peripheral view so that you can stay focused. Okay. So there's a lot of things just be thinking about in my environment. Am I setting myself up for success? This is hundred percent in your control. Okay. One that I didn't mention when it was an environment, but I actually pulled this out as a separate one. That's how that's how important I think this is. I didn't want to just get wrapped up in environment, but also about your senses. Number seven is music. Music. I pulled this out because music is such a massive impact on how you feel and your energy and your ability to just, you know, get get that instant sort of boost that we so often need during our days. 
music can increase your brain's dopamine levels, right? And the right music can help you, your work feel more enjoyable. How much would you like that, right? Especially when you're procrastinating doing something, throw on music that makes you feel really good, really good. Like there are, there are definitely songs that just make me want to dance, that make me want to sing, that make me want to shake my booty. You know, so I, I have that playlist and I'm like, okay, I need it. I need it right now. I need that burst of inspiration. And I will maybe just start dancing around for like two minutes and, and do whatever it is I need to be doing, especially when I'm procrastinating something or when I'm feeling like I'm just so confused at the moment or I can't get the right thoughts out, the right words. It's just a really great way to recalibrate and get some energy and kind of re like process size everything. Okay. Another link I'm going, another episode I will definitely link to is this one I know is episode 63. It was this interview with Will Henschel of Focus at Will. And he has this awesome uh, app, this music app that really works with your energy levels. You, you, you sort of just answer like three questions and then it, it has this music and it's like kind of instrumental and um, a lot of environmental sounds and Anyway, you know, that as I'm saying this, I need to get back to that. I used to use it all the time and it was fantastico. Okay. So music has the potential to boost your concentration, boost your mindset, your performance. And um, randomly, I know that there's a lot of research that says classical music has been really good to improve your performance on like things you're thinking of that you really need to have cognitive tasks for, right? You need to really be thinking really strongly. So um, that could be something really great for you too. And then something I read once was like, if you're thinking about like your your productivity playlist, if you will, was that the first few tracks, so let's say you're making a, you know, a playlist of 20 songs, maybe the first like one to five is sort of like transitioning into your work. So that's something that's a little bit more peaceful, maybe on like not very, um, not very fast paced, like a peaceful kind of, slower music. Then let's say your tracks like five to you know 15 are really good tracks for when you're in flow, right? So now you're like, okay, I've started, I'm transitioned into this different work. Now I'm in the flow of it. And you might get some kind of more motivating songs to achieve the state that you really want. Okay. And then the the last tracks, like let's say 15 to 20 or 17 to 20, it's sort of transitioning back into like the next thing or out of that work, you go back to that sort of peaceful music again. So, you know, again, you don't need to like spend hours and trying to figure this out. I just thought that was a really interesting way to think about it because sometimes I just throw on my playlist, but I love that idea. And I'm going to try that personally because I, I, there is a lot of just benefit in that. It makes so much sense because when you're kind of getting into and out of your work, you want to feel a little bit more calm. And then that middle time just feel really motivated and energized. Okay. So, um, that was that one. And then finally, this is the one when I started, I was saying, okay, this one I think might be the most important. This is number eight. This is the one 100% in your control, of course, like all the others. But I do believe this is the biggest contributor to productivity because when you master this or even not even master it, when you just start thinking about this, getting more aware, you will start doing the seven others, right? Some of the seven others. And this is your mindset, your mindset. You know, I spend a lot of time on this on this podcast because it really is so important, but not talked about enough, especially when it comes to your productivity. How you think is how you behave is how you act. 
So whether you're overwhelmed or scattered or anxious or feeling behind or just like running around like a crazy person, you're feeling all the feelings. This is the hardest one to remember to do. But like I said, the most powerful of all the strategies that are in your control, and this is to focus on your mind. Bring it back to your thoughts and focus on your brain. Why are you having these feelings right now? How can you calm yourself down? Focus on calming down your brain and your thoughts, and you're going to know exactly what to do next and where to put your efforts. Now, you'll also be able to talk yourself through, like through the chatter and the noise and make better decisions. You can only do this when you tap into your mind. This is where you can tune out the noise. You can stop that negative self-talk in its tracks. You can also stop procrastinating because I guarantee your brain always knows what to do. It does. You just have to, you just have to calm down. You just have to sit quietly, which means you have to get out of the chaos temporarily, step away from it, sit still for 60 to 90 seconds and think, think. You can also ask yourself productive questions and then turn your overwhelm around into intentional and energizing action. I covered this in lots of detail in the last episode, how to quickly get yourself out of a funk. I'm definitely going to link up to that one. Make sure you listen to that if you haven't, but this is all about the mindset. When you are having these thoughts of overwhelm and stress and feeling like overloaded and scattered and it's just too much, how do you just turn that around? And it always starts with the thoughts and the questions you're asking yourself in your mind. Right? Your mindset is a set of deeply held, powerful beliefs that shape your perception of yourself and everything that's happening around you at that time. It all is starting in your mind. So it's the lens that you're viewing your circumstances as opportunities or as like horrible, <laughs> terrible, negative places. And it's all going to start in your mind. It's the place from where you conjure up your own abilities to overcome these challenges. So this is going to play a really significant role in what success and failure looks and feels like for you. Okay, so like I said, a lot of the other strategies that are in your control, all of them, right, will help you strengthen your mindset like breathing and exercising and sleeping. However, like in the moment, in the moment of the chaos, it is the first thing you need to address is your mindset. So you are able to do those other things, right? You need to be able to tap into it to identify where are these thoughts coming from and what's the simplest, quickest way for me to take a step in the other direction. Listen, just one small baby step is all it takes. All right. Oh, that was a lot. So that's that's it. That How is that today? Eight simple ways that are 100% in your control for when you are feeling out of control. These impact your productivity powerfully. And honestly, a lot of them have very, very, very quick results. So if you're like me and you like instant gratification, try these out. I'm going to quickly, I'll run through them real quick. Let me look at my list back here again. Okay. So number one, movement. Number two, sleep. Three, nutrition, four, hydration, five, breathing, six, environment, seven, music, and eight, mindset. All right. You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say, don't try to do all of these at one time. You're just going to, ugh, just going to set yourself up for failure. So 
challenge of the week, because you know we want to make your time here 100% worth it, is to pick one. Just one to start. Just one to start, right? I know you can fully thinking, okay, I've got, I would love to improve this one and this one, this one. One to start. Do it for a couple of days, three days, then pick another one. And let me know how it goes. Was this a good reminder for you? Was it something you're really going to focus on? I would love to hear from you. You know that. Come on over to the podcast, to Life is Organized, join me on Instagram, on LinkedIn. Let me know how it goes. And I mentioned at the beginning that in my emails, I really get even more down and dirty and provide more tips and strategies and an inside look of how I stay in control. So if you're not on that list, you really want to get there and you can come over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources. Get your hands on one of the free resources and get on that weekly email. I hope I've served you today. I really cannot thank you enough for listening. And if you enjoyed this, it will mean the world to me if you would please share it with a friend that you think could hear this benefit from hearing this too, and leave a quick, and I mean super quick five-star review so that other amazing women all around the world can hear these same messages. As always, you are the best for showing up here. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your time, loving vibes, positive energy. I know that I am sending them right back your way. Here's to getting more of the right things done and embracing productivity on purpose. I'll catch you next time.